All right, cool. This is the Miss Manual Podcast, and this is home to where we view a female's perspective in the automotive industry. And today we have a certified mad scientist. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds pretty good. Yes, yes, if that's accurate. But Rachel, how are we doing today? I am doing fantastic. How are you? Sensational. We're about to make this flawless, and we're about to go ahead and actually some grilling, not really, but grilling questions about just who you are as a person. I think that sounds great, and please just ignore my dog in the background, because she's she's my shadow, so. <laughs> it's all good. We, we all have a shadow at one point or another, regardless of the dog or whatever, another person or other personality. It's all good. But... um. For those who are listening, again, if this resonates with you, feel free to uh, share this with not only yourself, but share it with someone that you feel like it could resonate with. Because, again, it's all about, again, viewing the female's perspective in the automotive industry and just really getting to know one another. Because we all have an identity on Instagram and social media, and this is a kind of a gateway to kind of get to really know everyone, especially the females in the automotive industry. Because... Uh, just online, people kind of paint a picture of how they view people, and you'd be surprised uh, there's more than meets the eye, which, and this is a great way to kind of get personal. So, um, definitely. 30, yes. So, 30 to 60 seconds, who's Rachel? If you had to explain it to your followers that see you from afar, but get the opportunity to listen to this, uh, if you had to tell them and you had 60 seconds, who would you tell, who would you tell the world Rachel Rachel is? Um, I would say definitely start off with my science because I think that's like a huge identity for me and it also encapsulates my huge nerdy dinosaur loving side (laughs) Um, and then of course cars I love my three babies Um, my dog is my whole wide world so she's definitely animal lover to a T and foodie that would be my like elevator speech (laughs) you said foodie foodie yeah I love I love me some spaghetti oh foodie like so is foodie another word for spaghetti uh, it's just like a food lover, you know. Oh, foodie. Okay, I thought you were referencing spaghetti as foodie. I was like, what? Okay. I'll be I was real like, honest, I like everything except for mushrooms. It's like my only. What about pineapples on pizza? Nope. No, no pineapples on pizza. <laughs> that big debate. Everyone's like, yep, I'm going to lose a ton of followers there. <laughs> it's like, oh, I have to leave. Okay. Cool. But yeah, it's. Uh, I've been waiting. I've been waiting, waiting to get you on here because you, you're you're in the one of the unique relationships. You've got the Evo and you've got the Subaru, and so let's talk a little Ew. bit about that. And this time we're going to talk about the Evo first before we go ahead and dive into. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Evo is a lot more exciting than my Subaru. Um, I just think I don't know. I love both my cars. My Subaru was like my first import, so of course she holds a really deep spark. Like. Oh, wholeheartedly like she's the OG but my Evo she was like that car I always wanted and so when I finally got her (laughs) she's kind of like the top princess but you know I love them both equally definitely that's awesome and uh and to to go ahead and dive deep how'd you find your love for for the car for the car industry or just overall just where you started collecting or not even collecting like before we even get into that, before we go into that, I have one question to kind of start that off. Go Would you say all of your cars have maybe like a like, like holds a, a a special part of your identity? Like oh, I feel for like sure. 
So like, how do you, how would you say like the, like, is there a way maybe the Subaru represents you different than your Evo? I would say my Subaru would almost like represent my like humble side. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's not perfect. She's not the most amazing, but she was like that first car that I truly bought with my own money. And so mm-hmm. for me, it was like, she taught me how to work hard and treat my things and really honestly was like the first car I was able to work on by myself mm-hmm. so that was like probably in a way she represents like that first like head deep dive into being into the car scene and like really actually joining the import side not the muscle side which way back in the day when my dad first got me into the scene I was all American muscle fast forward went to high school now I'm JDM life <laughs> <laughs> but um still love American Muscle too don't get me wrong but and then cool. like my Evo is probably more of like my flashy side like if I had to like honestly put it down it would be like my Subaru is more my t-shirt and jean side my Evo is like dress up night out like if I had to like show my best best my Evo is my best best but my Subaru is like the content reliable chill eats burritos lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense because most of your pictures are with with her Eva, and then you know you might you might sneak a couple in there with the Subaru, and then the time you do, the time you do put your Subaru, like I remember the last thing I posted, uh, you're working on your Subaru, and everything else is photo photo of Evo Evo Evo, and then you're like, oh, working on the Subaru, so I, I kind of I get that. That's funny. That's well, funny. it's like it's crazy because like a lot of people don't like the Subaru, which I just always am so surprised. Really. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I know things are kind of messed up now with Instagram and likes and all that crazy. Yeah. It's like my interaction with my Subaru versus my Evo is like night and day difference, which I mean, I don't know why, because they're both 2006 cars. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, like my Evo is definitely faster. Don't get me wrong. But like, I love them both. So I kind of get like offended <laughs> when people are like, post more of the Evo. <laughs> I'm like, like, hey, this car got me A and B to get to that Evo. So if it wasn't right, for this just, car, I wouldn't have that one. Right? You're just kind of like, it's mixed emotion. Like, thank you, but like, no, thank you. But Yeah, like, exactly. But that's okay. I get it. She's red and she's pretty, so. Is that your favorite color? Uh, Yes, definitely. Same. Red and black together. It's awesome to have a red and black too, but that's another conversation. Yes, that's another another one. Yeah. Um, what is? I remember you talking about. We talked earlier. Uh, you say you're really big on uh, mental health. Talk about that. When we talked about it, you really were really sounded really ambitious about that, and just something you really are inspired to make a difference in. Oh, you, for if, sure. Um, I just me personally like a few years ago I got in a pretty gnarly accident car accident and totaled my car which actually led me to get my Subaru so blessing in disguise kind of thing got stronger but um, I never really realized how much it affected me mentally and so being a person that doesn't really like I don't know I would say before my accident I was very like masky like I would never cry I would never show someone I was angry I would always just be like it's fine like I'm okay it's cool like (laughs) laugh it off that whole attitude um 
in the accent. I was just like, I can't do this. And so being someone who went from what? Sorry. I said it's a lot of work just to have everything bottled up. Oh, and I mean, it was like a huge, it was kind of like a crazy, like probably the worst month of my life. Like it was like the accident happened. Um, I got really hurt. So I couldn't cheer anymore because I lost my scholarship. And then to top it off, I hate to say it, but my ex broke up with me like the next day after the accident. Really? So, <laughs> I know. Oh, it's okay. It, <laughs> I know. I'm angry, you know. I know. I don't like to like talk about it because like we're adults. We we You're grew not. up. It's fine. He's on his own life. I'm on a better life. We're good. But like, they're definitely like having that like my whole fundamental of a world that I had built just pulled. Wow, that's that was heavy. Like I, I feel twenty pounds every year after that. Like I get it, <laughs> I want to talk about it, but damn, like, talk about a movie. No, literally, there was like I can't tell you, like, because before that, I remember this sounds horrible, but like for people that I'm sure feel the same way, when I would hear people went to therapists or went and got help, I would be like, okay, you crazy, like. <laughs> but that was just my own ignorance. Like I didn't understand that people just because you go to a therapist that doesn't mean you're crazy that just means you're strong enough to get help exactly exactly i feel like and that's how to kind of add on to that because for me i'm a social butterfly and i'm all about even though i'm still a guy and i still have a little bit of ego but i have a lot of humility and a lot of things that i'm continuing to work on every day but like it's like I feel like a lot of the world has too much ego. Like it's backwards. Like it's, it, sh- it should be okay to express your emotions and talk. Number one, oh, for sure. first, first, first about crazy. Like everybody's crazy. I don't care yeah. what you say. Like, <laughs> talk about me. What's normal to really be real about it. Like I hate, I don't, I do hate it, but I don't really understand it because it's like, what, like normal. What's normal. Like everybody, what, that's all relative. Like something you might do. I'm what, you eat, you eat pineapple. You got pineapples on your pizza. And then me, I'm like, <laughs> go ahead squat 300 pounds you're like that's thank you it's like what sorry (laughs) no and that's honestly like I said it was totally like and I feel so bad because it was all my own ignorance of just living in a world where luckily I had such a good life that like I never felt that broken and so when I did hit that bottom and realizing that it was okay to get help it was Mm -hmm. like I wanted to like scream that to everybody (laughs) <laughs> I'd be like and like I feel like now I'm like oh yeah you know I guess my therapist she's awesome I love her I actually don't see her anymore but mm-hmm. you know like I want people to know that like I didn't get to where I am or like be because like a lot of people hear my story and they're like how did you get through it and it's like I didn't like mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't lucky what happened to me was the shittiest thing that could have happened mm-hmm. like there isn't a day that I'm like oh I'm so grateful to be alive because it's not like that it's like it was unlucky. It happened, and I grew from it. Right, right. Yeah, that's uh, it, I, I I appreciate you for just sharing that and opening it up because again, like, we, again, we have before this even all came upon, like this podcast. Like, this is like I think this is episode sixteen, one of the sixteen, fourteen, seventeen. One of them. I did like they're like my second. <laughs> Eight million, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, but just to have the willingness to share that because again, we have this. We, we all put this facade up on, on social media of how we want to be perceived, which is fine, but it's it, it just shows you, like, it's fine to extend, but it also isn't. It, it shows you how 
how common we all are. Like people, honestly, if they listen, is up until the point you said that. Like, oh yeah, oh you're happy, you're this, you're that. They see it, and they're like, dude, I could never imagine Rachel with the smile that you know it's always doing this. Like they would, they just don't think your problems exist. But they again, there's people that watch it. They only think their problems exist. So for you to do that, I hundred percent commend for saying that and oh, just being you. open about that because it's really if I'm more closer to you in terms to a mental aspect than before because it's just like wow okay like I like I knew you had problems everyone has problems but you just don't hey what, what problems you got going in your life really yeah. me too you don't do that that's not how people greet each other no and it's like it is so at least like for me and my personality it took me like you have to understand this accident happened over three years ago so mm-hmm. this took me like I would say I just barely started to like because, I mean, I had PTSD, I had nightmares, I had, like, all the, I mean, I still get them every once in a while, but I'm getting better, um, and, like, people don't see that side, because it's, like, not fun to talk about, like, and, like, for a while there, I couldn't talk about it, because I would just fall, like, ugly mm. cry, everything, like, I remember my first, like, court appearance, like, <laughs> I was, like, a mess, like, I literally just cried the whole time. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that was like absolutely no help because I just bawled the whole time. Like, <laughs> right. But it's, you know, like you said, it's something that you don't just talk about. And I, I never really post about it because people don't like to see that. And so, which sucks because it's, it's real. That's. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't. Necessarily, I got you. I wouldn't necessarily yeah, be like, Hey, this is what happened to me. But like, I don't know. Like there's a lot. I, like, let me know if this is accurate or if this is any of the shit. I'm sure with some of the things that you do today, regardless if it's you working on your car to you being, you, you going to be a scientist, think some of the things you do has a motive, uh, motivation behind what's, what, what you've endured during the past, regardless if it's that event or overall. Like, I feel like that definitely had a big shift on just how you attack life in a sense. Is, is that, is that accurate? Oh, it, aspect? I mean, you couldn't have said it any better because it, it was like my back then like I make it sound like it's like the BC and eight like after Christ you know <laughs> but like it's like before the accident I would say I was probably a lot more free spirited and carefree and like my my goals in life were of course I didn't have my cars at all so I always wanted them but I couldn't really afford them I was working at Best Buy <laughs> And then I was cheering full time so I had a scholarship through the college cheering. And so like my goal was it wasn't like what's my career, what's my next move? It was okay, I'm gonna finish this year of cheer and then I'm gonna apply for a bigger university and get a scholarship there and then finish school. Like that was my goal. Mm-hmm. And of course everything was like, Oh, I'm gonna be with this person and everything's gonna be perfect and then it was like shit hit the fan my plans for paying for school everything had just fallen apart and so I like had to kind of like pick myself up get I worked three jobs for a little while to pay for school mm-hmm. um, which going to school and working three jobs was probably the worst thing in the entire world <laughs> um, and then there was a lot of like physical challenges because I was physically hurt as well um, you're working the three jobs does it are you working the three jobs uh, how long did it take you to recover? Were you working the three jobs after, or was it this before? Um, it was a little bit after. It took me about three months um, to figure out everything that was going on, because mm-hmm. when the accident happened, I didn't really have like 
my arm didn't like get chopped off or anything you know what I mean like it wasn't like they just told me I had whiplash and a concussion and that I tore my shoulder mm-hmm. and I was like being an athlete I was like all right good to go I've torn a muscle before right no big deal and then um I started having internal bleeding really bad cramps anytime I would like try and walk or run because I was cheering at the time still because I didn't know what was wrong idiot um (laughs) and uh, it just kind of like domino effect from there and then we end up getting the bleeding figured out and then it just basically was like bed rest and then my shoulder I ended up uh when I tore the muscle I ruined a couple of my nerves and so Mm -hmm. like I don't have full function of my left arm but Mm -hmm. it's like 90 percent so I'll take it right um but I think there was a moment there where because of course we put like internal bleeding ahead of any injury um I just woke up one day and I couldn't move my arm wow and it was like the worst feeling because it was like like how like it was almost like why like I feel like being born without one arm wouldn't be that bad because you're like used to it but like having an arm and then all of a sudden being like oh my god it doesn't work was like that was was anxiety out the world (laughs) yeah it was really scary and and I just like it was just I just felt like it was one thing after another it was like the accident the boyfriend the scholarship and then all of a sudden it was like okay I'm dying because I'm bleeding I wasn't really dying I'm fine but like you know what I mean like it was scary it was really scary and then it was like I finally figured it out it was my kidneys that had just gotten like from the seatbelt literally like cutting me in half so what happened um <laughs> sorry I'm like it's like the worst story ever <laughs> not the worst story. like I sort of saying like again this is exactly why like this 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 episode today and everyone that I do it just gets more motivating to do this because again like you sharing that it, it's it's making you, it's forced you to grow as a person but again you having the courage to let people hear this it's gonna like i would highly encourage obviously at your own rate this is like a start for you to kind of you can you don't have to necessarily just talk about the accident or whatever just your life in general you having the courage to do that has a lot of power to really move and inspire a lot of people because the person is like through like the person is through the roof in this world today but if people just really sat and realizing and heard stories like this it'll make a lot more things bearable in the sense of just moving from day to day because we gloat and we see people online and we we have this image of people being perfect whatever that may be but if people just went burnable and know the people that they they might see as perfect quote unquote again that have their struggles and just go ahead and reach them out and and really expose them that could really do a lot of good like it's it's bad and it's obviously it was bad that happened to you but mentally you've grown exponentially at least from my point of view oh for Uh, sure so it's it's inspiring like again that's a that's a superpower i like to say that to have the courage to be able to share your vulnerabilities it's you like you 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 sharing your vulnerabilities with me versus having a service conversation saying hi to the person that down the street that you've known for 17 years it the 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 gap right there is just exponential in terms of, of that comparison like it's like whoa like if i was gonna like i'm i have i probably I, like i've gone through stuff like i just recently had my mother pass away and Ooh, like I'm so sorry yeah it's 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 super unfortunate but just uh it's the, the this is what i'm trying to say 
the comparison to know that I just went through something and you just went through that, just knowing that we're both human because we walk around for so long thinking we're we're invincible. Oh, so that's exactly like, honestly, if I could sum up what happened to me and how it changed me is that sentence. It was like we I thought I was so invincible. And then to go from like I said, it was like I figured out I was okay. They got the they figured out why I was bleeding. And then all of a sudden it's like I can't move my arm. It's like mm-hmm. just give me a break. Like what the fuck? <laughs> uh, and how long have you had your uh and and what did you what, what car were you in an accident with? Oh, it was my uh, very first car, the good old Chevy Cavalier. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think I think that's what I that's what I'm gonna name the episode. It's like uh it's gonna be something like I thought I was invincible until I bought my Evo. Or what was the first car you bought? Uh, well, actually, the Subaru was the first one I actually bought. Subaru. Um, Subaru. Yep. There you go. Perfect. Well, my Subaru was like that, so it's kind of crazy because she was like, all this shit happened. I went through physical therapy, got my arm like kind of better, um, or like as you know as good as I could get. Mm-hmm. And then. I was driving my dad's Jeep for a really long time because I obviously didn't have a car. Right. And it's like kind of funny because a lot of people like with it being such like a traumatic experience, they're like, well, how did you drive like after? And That's honestly, I don't even remember that being a problem because I felt like I had so much shit to do that I was like, <laughs> I don't have time to like sit here and be scared. Like I got to go to work. Like I got to go to school. Like there wasn't like a, a my uh, and then like it didn't help that when the accident happened uh my parents weren't home either and like my family wasn't home so I was like kind of like Han Solo that first week and I was like oh I'm fine like I'm good uh, I just got a little headache we're good and then I like, just uh, went to work <laughs> oh, damn. see that's like that's what that was my mask that was before it was like I would always just pretend like everything was fine but it wasn't and I honestly like the whole mental health thing. That's what I want people to know. The, it's like it's okay to not be okay. Yes, there we go. And I can definitely relate to you. It's just that's most people. Like I, I have a little, little bit, but just it shouldn't. Again, this is why I want people. That's why I'm so inspired to get people to share share who they are because people need to hear. It. They need to know it's it's okay not to be okay. People need to know that they don't have to have a shield on 24-7. They can take it off when they're sleeping. They can take it off when they're talking to somebody. And Yeah, for sure. People are like in this illusion. It's like a box. It's like a. It's like being in a bubble. It's like you've been told that the air is contaminated, so you stay in the bubble for 20 yeah. years. And exactly. What? The air? Is, is it contaminated? <laughs> yeah. Crying. And that, that's really how it was for me because I really, like, I had it in my brain that if you talk to a therapist, like, you're crazy. And then here I was months after the accident and like all of a sudden I found myself like trying to pep talk myself into seeing a therapist because I I couldn't talk about it to like my family and so luckily my job at the time which was at a forensics lab they had like this unanimous like phone calling like anonymous like you know it was like completely no one knows anybody it was free like therapy hotline and Uh I was like just do this because at this point, I was having really bad, like, nightmares about it. Right. And I was like, just do this. They don't need to know you. You can tell them a fake name. Like, 
<laughs> I was like, like pep talking myself, like they'll never see you on the streets. They'll never even know it's you. Like for all they know, it could be like a totally made up story. Like, you know, cause that, that's really like how I felt about, I was like so embarrassed almost. Mm-hmm. And then I did it and it was like, just so relieving. Mm-hmm. And like, like, I mean, I don't, yeah. And I don't, I don't even think it was so much that like the therapist was like, you'll you know like it wasn't like she told me anything super helpful but I think it was like making that step to reach out yeah I think that was a big thing right there just you doing it and the having the anxiety leading up to that point and finally doing it you're like okay it's not as bad as I thought it was yeah and it was like oh this person's like just some random who knows like (laughs) she went home and told her family like I heard the craziest story today (laughs) but no, and it was for sure that. And then also, like, the next step for me was admitting that to people. Mm-hmm. And then I found the more I told people, it was like, oh, yeah, I go see a therapist. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, <laughs> I've been seeing one since I was 12. Or I've been seeing one since, you know, and I'm like, wait, this is like a normal thing. Like, people just go and do this. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and so, I don't know. I just, and that's like, for me, like, I just want people to know that like it's okay to reach out and like it's not it doesn't mean you're crazy it like it could be the world's smallest trauma or it could be the biggest trauma like if you need help it's okay awesome i can i commend you for just really being open because it takes a lot like it just takes a lot because it's 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 one thing to talk about it and there's people that are probably listening to this that are still on the edge oh for sure it's this is a start this is where it all starts and where it all begins and again that's why like you said oh this is like the worst story yet it's a bad story (laughs) but it's a sword it's a power it's literally like have you have you seen the avengers i have actually it's an infinity stone like yes (laughs) you put that bad boy in there and then you you get all five and six and you snap your fingers like that's why this is how i picture the miss manual podcast it's like getting all these affinity stones and then whatever, put them on a gauntlet and then you snap your fingers for the world to hear. And then half of Instagram of female females or males in the automotive industry have a different outlook on how they, how they can really represent themselves, how they, how they can be more open to let people know about maybe just simple stuff they've had happen in their life and really just use it as a power. Then, Oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to mirror and show myself as this which is so hard. You're like, dude, I'm really all of this, but I'm just going to show people this one card, but it's so hard to just, it's yeah, like trying sure. to walk on two toes all day. You're like, ow, 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 ow. It's like, no, walk on four <laughs> toes, barefoot and just go. Like, And that's, yeah, no, for sure. And that's like basically like what I wanted to bring to the table. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't, talk about it because it is such a sensitive subject and people would rather not talk about it but there are people out there that hopefully when they hear this they're like maybe I should yeah like even if it just sparks a thought for somebody like I hope that's what it does it does and like I said I'm I'm real with it but exactly you know no one's telling you to spill the beans or just do something all in one way but honestly like if you just kind of I would definitely recommend you just I, prom- I know this for a fact because I do a lot of agency stuff or whatever. You and help people with, like grow, just grow as a person, grow their followings and stuff. You go ahead and implement your story of what you in this particular event and the things you do today. It's gonna, 
it's going to have you grow so much close to your followers as well as people are going to be uh, way more people are going to be more with it because you can only attract so many people to the perception of because people like i'm saying people think you're people think you're perfect people think certain 90 percent of people that they follow with x followers that are perfect and then boom just whoa rachel are you serious because if i said that where I, you brought yeah. that up you basically <laughs> with a jab jab right hook i was like what did we just go i was like yeah, damn, i was not expecting that <laughs> like it was like a it was chilling honestly it was like damn like you, it just kind of turned the conversation but for the good it really kind of my ears are open but now i'm like my hands and my hands are like right next to the phone and my ears right next to the phone and i'm like okay i need to listen because this is this is some really vulnerable human stuff right here so i definitely oh for sure well and i think like a lot of people don't like you said a lot of people see probably my instagram and think like i live in this fairy tale land or whatever and i really really try hard to like post really bad photos on my story or like the bloopers from photo shoots Mm -hmm. or like i don't know like when i was working on my subaru that is like probably how i look 99 percent of my life like i work in a lab I cannot dress mm-hmm. up. I cannot wear really cute stuff because it just gets covered in bleach and viruses. So like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> so it's like, I just, and so I really try hard to like put out my real self, which hopefully some people see. Um, but it's hard because of course you want to post the good pictures, Yeah, you know, or like people only like the good pictures. No one no one likes to see some crazy nerdy person like they want to see the the pretty girl next to the car or whatever which is cool like I get it but I hope that people see the other side too I'm you jinx stuff man <laughs> go last question <laughs> so all right go for it out of all we talked about today um maybe maybe somebody so Remember when you said you your your recap what you just said you're uh, somebody you look up to is Paul Walker. You're gonna marry him, but it didn't work out. Yep. He's living life in the fast lane. Um unfortunately I let him go. Just things didn't work out. Um no, I would say there's about my Evo. There has been a ton of other Evo girls that have reached out to me and been super supportive and beyond cool like I can't even there's so many like just basically every girl that owns an Evo I guess because they're everyone I've so far interacted with has been a hundred percent awesome and supportive great and lastly for those who are listening and just I think this goes on just on a topic that we really talked about most of the most of the the conversation Maybe somebody that's hesitant, mm-hmm. or because it's like out of all this you've gone through, you still it still seems that you have a lot of a lot of inner confidence, and I feel like it happened with a lot of that you've gone through. And so maybe that's someone's listening. What what tidbit advice maybe you give your younger self, knowing what you know now, to maybe somebody that's listening that to be more vulnerable or, or to really just really just come to light when it comes to either they want to get into the automotive industry or they have something that they're keeping to themselves that they're really hesitant for. Like, how would you, how would you, what would you tell somebody that's, that's really going through that and went where you, they're where, where you were at 
personally to really help them evolve and progress in their journey in life, wherever it may be? Um, I would probably say a couple of things. Like, first off, like, just this is so cliche, but it'll be okay. Like, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but it'll be okay. Yeah. You know? Cause that, that really helped me. Cause I mean, it wasn't like my life <laughs> was better the next day. It took right. years. So you just got to kind of like hang in there and just know that it's okay not to be okay, but it will be okay. Mm-hmm. And I think holding on to that little bit of hope helps, but there also comes a point where it's like, I remember people would always be like, aren't you afraid to be alive? And how did you know you would make it? And it was like, I, I'm not really grateful as bad as that sounds because what happened was really shitty, but I knew I just had to try. Right. I just kept trying, trying, and it just, it was hard. Like, I can't tell you how many times I was just like, fuck this. Like, <laughs> if I would have right. died, things would have been so much easier. Like, that sounds horrible, but it's true. That's really how I felt. Like, if if I would have died, like, I wouldn't be dealing with insurance. I wouldn't be dealing with this lawyer. I wouldn't be dealing with them. Like, or I wouldn't be stuck where I am. Right. But I just kept holding on and just being like, just just make it through today. Just get through right. today. Tomorrow will be a little bit better. Take it one day just keep trying. I mean, it it really is. Whether it's a day, it's an hour, it's a month. It's like, you just kind of have to, at least for me, it was like realizing that it's okay to be mad and it's okay to be like, fuck this. And like, <laughs> like and just be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, it's okay. It's okay to just shut down. It's okay to just not care anymore but you have to pick yourself up right like you can fall you can you can only fall so far you know but you can keep climbing so it's okay awesome Rachel you're the best honestly I'm glad you glad you hopped on here and really again just became super vulnerable and really really starting to really you know let people know who you are because honestly again it's it's an affinity tell all my secrets exactly all your secrets it's like I, like <laughs> have them left and right every single time it's like you can tell have that secret and have that secret but honestly it's again it's it's something that's super powerful that can really change and is and will change a lot of lives so um again i want to thank you for coming no on no one will ever know which car I like hmm? i said and no one will ever know which car I'll like why more i like more <laughs> hey <laughs> Hey, they never know. You kind of say they all hold a certain. They, they all cert, hold a certain, uh, certain part of your heart. It's true, and I think they're both honestly awesome cars. And I think anyone that is like anti Subaru or anti like Mitsubishi, like they just haven't given themselves the opportunity to try out those cars. Like if you have driven those cars and you're like, I hated driving it, mm-hmm. you have every right to those opinions. But. Don't knock it till you try it, because I'm sure there's something you'll like. Exactly, exactly. So again, I, again, like I say every time, I would love to have you on again because these conversations honestly feel go forever. And I know you say you like long podcasts, so the longer, the longer we can talk. Said <laughs> it's not. Oh my God, they don't want to hear me talk because today I didn't have any interruptions or kind of one, but other than that, it, it worked out. Yeah, I got but, one. That's true. 
Well, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. I definitely most definitely I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody that's listening again. This is a Miss Manual podcast, home to viewing a female's perspective in the automotive industry, and really just bring one another together because each of these episodes, again, these are infinity stones that could honestly change the world for the good instead of for the bad. Because if you've seen the movie, you know it's the opposite of what I'm saying. But you get the point, you get the thing. But again. Want to support, share this episode, Thank share it with yourself. yourself, share it with someone. Again, help us get to the 100th episode because so many of you guys want to help and support by getting some type of merchandise that doesn't exist right now. We have to get to the 100th episode in order to do that. So I want to help provide as much value to you beautiful ladies and gentlemen. So till next time, Rachel, have a sensational day, and then we'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. All righty, bye.